to warn you, some of the language you're about to hear may be offensive. I'll show you where they have some nice furniture. <laughs> I took out furniture. I moved on her like a bit. <laughs> I gotta use some Tic Tacs just in case I start kissing her. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Shut up and sit down. Man, I was just terrified. Yeah. If I was your fiance, dude, I would fucking. I mean, I'm done. Yeah, that's, it. <laughs> that's it. Oh god. The hell was that? That's just a. Uh... No, no. This is a. Uh... This was a busy night. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot your guns in the air. Yeah. So did you guys listen to last week's? You said you listened. Like, I, I I tried. He tried. That that was our buddy Jr. and his night terrors, which he has every night, and he's engaged, and she sleeps next to him. I used to have those. It was. It was great. It was really great. It was awesome. Learn, <laughs> you learn just how much you can push your body to the limit with no sleep. Oh god. Wow. Before you actually tip on the brink of insanity. Okay. Jeez, and, and, and there's there's nothing there's nothing as wonderful as waking up in the middle of the night to realize that you have just punched your wife. Oh my god, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. What? you don't have to be uh, asleep to do that. <laughs> yeah, I just I, watched I Tanya last I, night. Oh my god! <laughs> All I'm saying is that I at least want to be awake when I participate in domestic right. violence. I want to be. I want to be. I want to at least be able to enjoy. You want to be coherent when the police get there. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. And Andrew, if, I, if we can call you that, thank you for being here again. Yes. Look, I I told you guys last time that I really did not appreciate being kidnapped from my home while I was sleeping. Your children. And, and you, you guys both promised me that you would not do it again, and yet here we are. My fingers were again. crossed when I said We that. ran out of guests. <laughs> okay. And yeah. so we had to kidnap you, and this time, uh, your weef, she was involved. She yeah. helped in the kidnapping. Yeah, who's this lovely lady to my right? What's what's happening the, here? This this would be my better half. Keith okay. Weef. That's for sure. Not Queef. Keith Weef. Keith Weef. Keith Weef. That's interesting. Awful. Is that is that your is that your, is that your code name? Like, use that again. No. Is that your code name on the show? We'll call you. We'll call you KW. Just don't call me Queef. Okay. K Dub. K Dubs. So welcome, guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having Hi. us. Thanks for of having course, us. Of course, of uh, course. A lot of big things going on. A lot of big things. Yeah, everything's a lot less rapey down here Thank in you. the studio now. Thank you. We appreciate that. We've been working hard. We've been on trying the, on the anti-rapey feeling. It, it turns out you gotta you gotta wash clock clockwise to get blood out of the walls. Yeah. Mm, that's not clockwise. So is it like a wax on, wax off kind of thing? Kind yeah. of. And okay. Dan demanded that we did it in the nude, so we were down here naked, oh, yeah. washing blood off. We the don't want to get chemicals and blood all over your 
clothes. Well, I just I just wish you kept washing instead of staring at me while I did it naked. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice. That I was the been... supervisor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were supervising something, all right, <laughs> Mr. Hansy over here. Um, but yeah, a lot with us, a lot going on in the world, which we'll get to that today. Um, and uh, we discussed we were going to talk about mental health today as our like topic, as our big topic. It's an important thing to talk about, I think, nowadays. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. But before we get there, let's talk about some, uh, let's impart some knowledge to the yes. young people. Dan, do you have something that you want the young people to know, some some really good advice? Yeah, I, I would just suggest that when trying on trench coats, make sure you're fully clothed. That's uh, good. It, it just, it really weirds people out. I'm just saying. That's that's very solid advice. Thank it's you. Great advice. That's I don't think enough people take that advice. Uh, yeah, I've I've ran into a few issues. Uh, a friend of mine, not me. Yes. Yes. So, um, what about you, Rock? My advice would be, if she doesn't swallow, make sure your doors are unlocked in the car. You're talking about like, like kids that aren't taking their vitamins. That's exactly what I was talking about. Okay. Yeah. So if she doesn't swallow, make sure the car doors are unlocked. Yeah. Because you're going to have to clean up a whole lot of stuff. Jesus. Makes me think of a, a previous guest that was on this show. Oh, that does not narrow it down she's, for us. She's looking at me like she has some kind of witty joke that she's about to share that <laughs> involves me being a piece of shit. So. Well, that's you. most likely. Well, no. it's, it's very likely the wife has lots of those stories. <laughs> no. I, can't find a, I can't find a lock. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, on that note, <laughs> uh, K Dub, do you have some knowledge like we have just had that you would like to impart on the young people? It's like improv, or just shoot it to yeah. you. Yeah, um, pull out. Make sure, make sure your uh, pullout game's strong. Okay. Because timing is everything. Timing is everything. When and you're at the mall in the parking lot, right? Right. Yes. Pull out. My, yeah. my, my sexual. That's exactly what you meant. Pull out of parking spots on, on time. Uh, pull your cookies out of the oven on oh, time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, make sure that you pull your dick out on time. Kids okay. are expensive. And uh, oh. our world's going to shit. So. That's true. That's very true. Our world is going to You're shit. You're telling me. I've, I've been giving out hundreds at the playground, and no one wants to come <laughs> home with me. <laughs> My sexual game is a lot like uh, JFK's. I, I splatter all over her face, and then she screams and quickly tries to get out of the car. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay. Is it, is All that, right. Is that too soon? No, I think yeah, we found it's too our, soon for the JFK assassination. <laughs> Way too soon. I think we found our sounder for next week. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. So, uh, Andrew, do you have any knowledge you'd like to impart? Um, yeah, I just want to... Um you know, with with all the challenges, the, the quote challenges we see going around on, on YouTube, mm -hmm. um, I just want to put out a friendly reminder to uh, our youth listeners um, that when products say not for human consumption, that's a very real label and it should be adhered to. That's that's probably the best and most sound advice. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. wouldn't we call that population control? See... That's yeah, also a good part point. of me, part of me does want to just chalk it up to Darwinism and well, let the stupid right. die, and you know, 
That's why I don't agree with seatbelt laws. Because, like, I wear a seatbelt because I believe in its safety functionality. I'll tr- teach my child to do the same. And I'd ask anyone that's in one of my vehicles, especially in one of my vehicles, to be wearing a seatbelt. But if you decide that you want to be dumb and not wear a seatbelt and go through the windshield, well, I feel Darwin has taken over there. Same thing with motorcycle helmets. I'll wear a motorcycle yeah. helmet, right? But mm-hmm. if you don't want to wear one, that's your choice. And if your head cracks like an egg on the asphalt, really, uh, Darwinism. Exactly, you know what I mean? And on top of that, too, I know it pisses me off, those fucking look twice, save a life for the motorcycles. No, 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 no. That was one of my fuck yous right there. I remember that, yes. And I just, one more time, you, as a motorcycle rider, have taken on the thought that strapping an engine underneath your testicles was a good idea. Yes. I don't need to watch you twice. You should watch yourself. Yeah, I, I feel like, well, I feel like everybody needs to, you know, be a bit more uh, chill with each other on the roads. I agree. Um, I agree. That is for sure. I feel. I feel like uh, if I'm in my SUV and you're in a motorcycle, while yes, I do need to acknowledge that you are present and you are there, but you're the one that's that's unprotected from the world and yes. right. sitting on top of an engine. So maybe you should have a little bit more caution as well. I agree. That's and, that's our whole point. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, well, like, like the police officer, like if a police officer pulls someone over, you got to move over a lane. I disagree with that. I have a law. It's called don't hit, fucking hit anybody on the road. No, <laughs> that's the law. No, 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 no. That's the law I have. Just don't hit anyone. Don't hit a cop. Don't hit a person. Yeah, don't but hit you're going to get really dangerously close to them. No, I won't. I, I'll move over a little bit. I'm not a fucking moron. I'll yeah, make sure I don't Again, hit this is... Okay, you're applying Logic. your vision through how you see the world. Yes, which but is they, genius. They can't just make Thank laws you. saying, okay, Rockness gets to do this, but everybody else can do this. That's not how it works. There are far more stupid people than you in the world, believe it or not. I and, do believe it. Trump presidency. Right. Yeah, common sense is anything but common, so... Right. At this point, yes. Which brings us to uh, the world... World War Three. The world today. Yes! Yeah. Well, that's too the music for World this. War Three. Is, is, is that is that the World War Three theme song? Yes, it is. Well, they've already made well, the roster. You know what? The air raid sirens aren't going to be like that. It's going to be that. Just <laughs> <laughs> damn like, in like a oh fucking no. tower. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> Gosh, shit! Gosh darn it! It's that Vaudeville again. <laughs> There's a warning. Yeah, oh my Anyways, god. Okay, that's so horrendous. Uh, so Andrew, the last time you were here we talked a little bit about Syria and this fifty nine missile strike on an airstrip that was literally yeah, in a use the next I, day. I did I did catch that part of, of the last episode. I thought that was kind of entertaining. It was yeah. about a year ago this time I was I was right. here and we were talking about the last Syria incident. Exactly. And we have so what do you guys out. think? Uh, are we gonna win World War Three or not? Um Honestly I I don't I don't truly think this is going to turn into a World War Three thing. Okay, good. Um, I think f- that for all the bravado of, of Trump and Putin, mm-hmm. um, if there's anything those two men love in this world, it is themselves. And even those two jackasses have to realize that if you push that button, we're all dead, including them. Very true. The so, nuclear weapon button, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could have World War Three without nukes. Well, and I think, I think now that we're gar- starting to to see things in the world where even someone like Kim Jong Un is going, okay, maybe we should all just calm down a little bit. 
Um, yeah, do you know why he's saying that? Because there's like 2,800 or 28,000, I forget the number, of U.S. troops on the southern border of North Korea. And we've decided, okay, well, well, we'll lose some of those if you denuclearize. And he said, okay. Yeah, but I mean, that kind of thing's been going on since the uh, ceasefire of the Korean War. So right. why now? You know? Well, yeah. Should Trump, but the question a CNN posed, which I was, I was on the elliptical watching CNN. And, uh, yeah, he has to fit that he was on the elliptical. Right? I do. Did you notice that? I do. Well, what do you want from me, Dan? I'm I didn't realize penguin legs were long enough to actually get a good stride oh. on the elliptical. There's Sick an adapter. Burn. I have to use an adapter. Sick burn. <laughs> like <laughs> foam ducks on the top. Yeah, exactly. I have these blocks <laughs> that I fit my shoes in. <laughs> just, waddles. Exactly, exactly. Um, Dan's just jealous that I'm now the epitome of health. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> the last month and a half yeah, of my life. Uh, yeah. Um, no, uh, CNN posed the question uh, of North Korea and their disarmament of their nuclear, their denuclearizing, if you will. Mm-hmm. And the question posed was, do we finally give Trump credit for something? For all the shit that we give him. Sure. Uh, I, I think it's it's a bit of a roll of the dice. You know what I mean? Like, it could have been a lot worse, and I think we should thank our lucky stars that right now it looks good, but we don't know for sure what the long-term I, effects will be. I don't know if he can be credited for this, to be honest. I, I Granted, yeah. it's been hard to, to follow politics for the past couple of weeks just because everything's been so rapid-fire. Yeah. So I very well could have... A year and a half. I very well could have overlooked something, but... Um, from what I saw, a lot of it came from talks not from Trump, but from uh, the leader of South Korea. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of it, a lot of the talks that are happening over there in Korea right now have it, it has not much to do with Trump. Mm-hmm. It it has more to do with um, I think part of it is Kim Jong Un maybe realizing that being the little troll of of Asia is not his best idea and. Well, you know who we have to thank for all this, right? The International Olympic Committee. The IOC, baby. Why is that? The IOC. Yeah, please elaborate on that. Because it was right around the time that the Olympics in Korea were going on, North Korea actually had a team that Mm -hmm. participated, and it was soon after that that we saw in the news that the president of South Korea and Kim Jong-un we're going to participate in talks. Hmm. Yeah. It went even back from then. Oh, wow. So, I mean, not that I'm actually giving official credit to the IOC, but maybe it has something to do with it. I agree. That's a really good point. Yeah, Previous to the Olympics, that. the IOC had stated that North Korea cannot participate, obviously, right. mm-hmm. but they can form a what they decide normally when you say a country can't participate, you let the athletes just wear like a gray non yeah, like partisan, like Russia did this yeah. last one. But but mm-hmm. what interestingly enough happened with North Korea was that South Korea lent out a hand and said, "Why don't we just make a joint team?" Right. And I think okay. that that spoke volumes. Definitely, right. I would say so. Yeah. Wow, I didn't, I didn't know that. That was some wild and crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the, I think oh, yeah. the last the last news I saw on that was they were actually like I guess Kim Jong Un and and the leader of South Korea were like there was a serious sit down. Uh, yeah. about to occur, about officially ending, finally completely ending oh, the wow. Korean War. And um, 
I think some of the things I saw was a they were they were looking at doing away with the demilitarized zone, mm. and instead of having such a strong military enforced border between the countries, you know, with that creepy building that they yeah. got, um, just make you know going back to okay, here's here's our border. Yeah, there you go. Oh wow. Um, so yeah, that would be wild to live in the time of the unification of Korea. I don't think we'll see unification anytime soon. <laughs> um, we'll just dash that dream then. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, I mean it's all I've wanted since I've been five. <laughs> it's but, it's good to see you have dreams. Well, you have dream. South Korea that that lives in the twenty first century, and you have North Korea that lives in the eighteenth century. Well, right, and that's what I was going to say is oh. there's such a stark difference between them. I mean, you have a communist communist country, you know, state TV, very. Blase, blah vehicles. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no real culture. Yeah, no culture. There's no there. colors. Whereas there's no you, fucking food. Whereas you've got PSY in South Korea. Yeah, like you've Gundam got style. you've got Gundam style. Hey. Hey. Sexy lady. Oh, 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 guys, we don't have the rights to that. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Decided it's illegal. You're about to pay royalties. But so we may. <laughs> we're talking about King John Moon. Um, he's a little off his rocker. I guess a that's little. A good, I guess that's a good segue into the idea of what we're talking about today, which is mental health. Yeah. Uh, mental health. And. You know, I just want to say I'm perfectly healthy, so don't ever look at me weird. Okay, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. You went to you you had psych classes in college. I yeah. drop that knowledge on us all the time. Once in a while, I mean, you, I'm not, you no, like to I'm mention not a professional. it. You like to mention it. Um, I do. Anybody else here uh, study psychology at all in college? Yes, I have a bachelor's in community mental health counseling. Uh, so she's going to know a lot more than me. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. God. I, I think a lot of people know a lot more than you in, yeah. in many, many areas. <laughs> Not Thank Star you, Wars. This is why we brought you in, Andrew. Why? So you can both do this yes. all episode? It's going to be great. It's fantastic. I, I love like, everything about it. I feel like I'm in a Rockness Monster sandwich right now, but this is not yeah. a sandwich I'm going to like. So I went to a, <laughs> a shrink, if you will, uh, in a breakup with an ex-girlfriend. Uh, just completely screwed up my whole mm. life. Been there. He kind of guided me through the process. It felt good. Okay. And uh, Now, did you actually commit suicide? I tried. Oh, okay. That's when I met you. Ah, that's right. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So I, I always tell people that you know it really can help you. Um, there's really no, there shouldn't be any shame, although there is a stigma, unfortunately. There is. Of, of not only needing or seeking mental health, but, but getting it. And it's, that's pretty sad, I think. It's, yeah, it's definitely sad. Yeah, because there are plenty of people that I know right now, and I won't name them, that really, really need it. Don't look uh, at me. Their names are blah, blah, blah. No. Um, they really, really need it. And, and their families and friends are not necessarily pushing them as hard as they should be to get mental health. Um, well, the, see, the, but the, I think, I don't know, and I'm just playing devil's advocate. So that's why I'm here. That's okay? Rocco's way of saying I'm about to say something incredibly insensitive. <laughs> and stupid, yes. Well, yeah, actually, that's right <laughs> Just on. took the sail right out of the sail. That's actually completely accurate. Yeah. Um, 
No, there there are there are people like I've been to therapy. I've I've seen a psychologist, um, never a psychiatrist, and I'm proud of that. But <laughs> I've seen a psychologist. I've seen a therapist. Although you do need. And it, it was helpful, it was needed, it was necessary, and I'm glad I did. But there's certain people that like to label themselves and say, oh, I'm bipolar, or oh, I have a, 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 some something like that. And it's like, no, you're just a bitch, or you're just an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, where do, where's that line? So, I see what you mean. I want to preface this by saying that something that I was taught in school and during my internships and whatnot is really that's the grossest thing i've ever seen yeah. in my life all right um, anyway please i mean we're in the rape dungeon so i guess the emperor dies but <sighs> a man who the... stirs his coffee with a screwdriver i don't even know where to go with that please please continue <laughs> so a person is not so when somebody says oh well i'm bipolar okay you, in fact, yourself are not bipolar. Yeah. You are a person with bipolar Who likes disorder. both bears and white and black bears? North yeah. and south. <laughs> bipolar. We get right. it. That was a that was an insensitive that joke. Was, right. That was truly awful, Dan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be inclusive. And may God have mercy on your soul. I'm literally gonna have to cut that. I'm gonna have to cut that out of the show. We're gonna lose all of our sponsors because of that joke. So okay, so going back to what you're saying, you are a person who has right. So when you say, "Oh, well, that's my OCD," you know, I'm so OCD, or. Oh, well, I'm bipolar. Oh, God, she's being a bitch. She's just being bipolar. That in itself is your key that somebody does not understand what that is. Fair. But my question is, what if it is someone that's diagnosed with bipolar disorder, let's say, okay? I can answer that because I am that guy. Okay. Diagnosed with bipolar and has this incredible streak of absolute selfishness. The question becomes, does the bipolar disorder itself create this insane selfishness that they can't even see how selfish that they are? Or... Are they just an incredibly selfish person with bipolar disorder? Do you see what I'm saying? The lines blur. Okay. The lines blur. Because is... it all depends on what your personality is when you're not in a manic state. Okay. Right. Okay. There is a very big okay. difference um, in somebody who says, you know, like KW said, it's there's a big difference between, oh, I'm so bipolar or, you know, whatever. As somebody who has it, I would never refer to myself that way. I am not my disorder. I am somebody who has a disorder. Okay. Right. I wouldn't call him testicle cancer. I'd call him rockness. <laughs> that's, you know what I mean? That's but why it's weird. I, I have three now. I didn't have to remove anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't call him a penguin. Right. That's that's. Well, I, it's, it's merely a, a symptom. It's merely a symptom. It's not who he of is. Of his dwarfism. You're right. He is not a penguin. He is a man. Just right. congenital dwarfism. Just his a very small man. Hip dysplasia or whatever it is. So he walks <laughs> in bottles. Rickets. But he, no, right. He's not <laughs> yeah, I, think it, I think it's rickets. <laughs> it's definitely rickets. But you're right. You know, like K-Dub said, there's... The people that are going to talk like that are not people that truly have it. And 
while yes, there uh, people who do have these things, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, they go through periods where they are not themselves. Yeah. Um, I think KW in the years that we've been together can attest to that with living with me. There mm. are times where I am a complete animal mm. and it is not it is unfortunately not by my own choice. Yeah, yeah. It is because my brain has because of how it is wired handles things in certain ways and I don't I don't always get to have a say in that. Okay. So a good way Makes that sense. I've always kind of thought about bipolar disorder is an all-or-nothing attitude. Yeah. So I can see that. If your mood is a straight line, your normal <clears throat> mood, you know, you're just kind of putzing along and things are okay. Mm-hmm. When you And there's actually, well, now there's three, but there, typically there's always been two different kinds of bipolar mm-hmm. disorder. Mm-hmm. So generally you have your putzing along normal mood, and then you have your all, which is your manic state, mm-hmm. which you're like, buy all the things, or have all the anger, or drink yeah. all the alcohol, or something. Yeah, 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 have yeah. Have all the sex. It's like that. And then the nothing is the crippling, black void depression afterward. Ooh. So it's literally just this up and down. It's like a seismograph. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. That makes sense, and it's terrifying. And absolutely, it is. And like, like she said, it is, it is an all or nothing thing. Like, unfortunately, my bipolar makes me extremely prone to bouts of anger, mm-hmm. and I mean explosive anger. And it's something that I have to constantly be aware of in my own mind, and I, I have to. I have to recognize that starting to build in myself. And at times, if I am under great stress, I have had to learn that I have to remove myself from those things for at least a period of time until those those feelings settle yeah. back down and I can handle things rationally again. Um, because otherwise, I'm just going to, everything will just turn into anger and I just run with it. Jesus. Holy shit, that's going to be fun to live with, huh? Damn. Yeah, it's... <laughs> you can't see me shaking my head. But if anybody wonders why I have just a very, you know, just nonchalant, just fuck it attitude mm-hmm. about everything, is because I'm literally the yin to his yang. Ah. Yeah. Well, that's that's a good thing in any marriage. It's, it's how you, you guys work. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in my in my relationship, you know, uh, she's incredibly quiet and I'm incredibly loud. You know what I mean? It's just those things that just kind of, like, fit, you know? Mm-hmm. And that is, a, that is a good thing. To and I'm the here. top and you're the bottom. And that's why <laughs> we fit together. That's true. Well, that's so. just purely physically. But um, when we come back, we are going to... We're going to uh, get deep. We're going to talk more about mental health. We're going to talk about depression. Um, because, you know, there's people out there who like to say, stop being a fucking pussy and suck it up. And some people that just literally, like, it's a medical condition. Yeah, I think so, you've said that, actually. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're going to we're gonna explore that more when we come back. And who knows, I'm probably going to say something else that's stupid. We'll yeah. be right back. If you're looking for a refinishing, a ceiling, and a protection for your cement services, especially your garage, check out Eagle Epoxy at eagleepoxy.us. They can also be found on Facebook at Eagle Epoxy or their phone number for a free quote, 585-402-4971. 
Tell them the Rockness Monster sent you for a free quote. Check them out. And we're back. And we're back. I quit. Again. You quit? Good. No, I mean, I love the show. No, I mean, why I is quit. Chewbacca down <clears throat> like that? Because he fucking killed himself because he's so sad here. That's don't I got. Oh my god, he's gonna. Chewie's, out. Chewie's never been the same since Han died. <sighs> That's true. That's true. Spoiler alert. Han Solo died. What a year or yeah. two behind. Yeah. Oh, if you Episode don't know seven. that Han died yet, you're like f- f- three or four years behind at this oh, point. I don't oh, even okay. care. Han Solo was killled by his own son. Patricide. Cool. Yeah. Well, you don't have a soul, so you wouldn't get it. Um. <laughs> no, I have a life. Oh, oh. <laughs> Therefore, I don't. I don't, to... I don't have one of those. No, you don't. Fuck you, Dan. What are you doing after this? Lots of things, actually. Oh, yeah? I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go get a new fucking washer for my clothes. Put oh, it in the basement. Cool. Install it. Neat. Rip open the sidewall there. Ooh. Repatch it. Paint it. Yeah. Uh, do all kinds of yard work. Man things. Now, what, what are you going to do? Play with your little figurines here? Uh, Maybe play some video games? No, not a, none of that. What I'm are you going to be doing today? I'm going to go to the gym as soon as we're done here. Okay. Yeah. That'll take you about, what, 45 minutes, an hour? Then It'll be about two hours. And then after that, I'm going to come home and I'm going to meal prep for the week. Only healthy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, normally I would think he God, was joking. God, so pretentious. I he know. is. He I is. Yeah. This sounds like it's a joke. But unfortunately, this is his reality now. This is my reality now. My donut tasted really good, by the way. Oh, yeah. <sighs> they got donuts for everyone at work on Friday. And I was like, come on! Yeah. Those memes. Nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Bitch, what kind of lasagna have you had? Because lasagna's <laughs> pretty fucking amazing. And, that's, and see, I'm still yeah. a realist where I don't agree with that. Nothing, no, it tastes great, and I just can't have any of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, I, I, the last time I had a piece of bread, couldn't even tell you. I don't know. They say that you're supposed to look at those kind of sweets and say, ooh, looks dry. That way you're, you're mentally telling yourself that it's just no good. So no, you I just, just drink more <clears throat> when you eat it. Yeah. <laughs> just have a beer with it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I've I, it's as vain as it sounds. I just, I kind of, I'm not like crazy at this point, but every time I look in front of a mirror and flex my arms. No one cares. I'm Moving just on. really happy. <laughs> Bipolar I'm disorder. happy about it. All right. No, we were talking about, uh, we were talking about, we were going to talk about depression. Okay. We didn't really talk about anything. It doesn't really matter. Isn't depression your middle name? No, it's not. Not anymore. Um, <laughs> it was legally changed. Thank you. It was legally changed. Um, no, but, okay. So, you know, again, like I brought up the argument of bipolar disorder. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're not bipolar. You're just a bitch. Like, or you're just an asshole. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and we obviously, we discussed that a little bit. But with depression, you know, there's that moniker of, like, what do you have to be depressed about? Fucking life is I good. I hear that all the time. You know from what I mean? From my grandmother. She's, okay. She's old school yeah she's from hungary she came over here literally Mm -hmm. survived everything Mm -hmm. and still made it through yeah she does not have depression yeah so when i've told her you know i'm not feeling so good today or oh i was late on my medication and now i'm having side effects yeah well what the hell are you so sad for and i'm like i where do you want me to start yeah you don't have children. You're married. You work decent job. You not work in factory like me. Why are you sad? And it's like, if I try getting into that conversation yeah, of, yeah. 
my brain, chemicals. She's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, and yeah. just shuts it down. Which, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't expect her to understand it. Fair. But as, a, as far as a simplified answer for somebody, I really don't even know how to explain it. Okay. Okay. No, because I, I, I cause I'm like with your grandma, like I... I don't want to say I feel that way because I'm not very educated in, like, mental health, so I don't want to be like, well, no, your grandma's completely right. I don't know. But I'm saying at times, like, when I'm talking to someone who's like, I'm just so depressed, and I look at them and I think about, like, what you, like, you live in America. You're not, like, you know, we're not, not bombs over Baghdad over here. You're not getting shot on the way to school. You know, you have a decent job. You make a decent living. Why the fuck, like, what are you sad about? Like, let's... Focus on something else, well, and again, it's a chemical imbalance well, that's what I was just that, I don't, under- that imbalance. I don't understand. Yeah. Does that a make chemical sense? Chemical imbalance that your grandmother, who it sounds like, literally lived her entire life putting mind over matter. Yes. So her mind is a steel trap, and <laughs> yeah. whatever happens that woman to her, is a steel trap. Emotionally, yeah. her yeah. mind can overcome it. Absolutely. Whatever happens to her physically, her mind can overcome it. Absolutely. And so with you, I don't want to say it's the opposite, but that if there's a chemical imbalance no, it is there, it's just physically <laughs> incapable of putting your mind over the matter. Right. You know? So And, th- well, that's, the, and the thing that makes it even worse is that when, when you have depression and you're in those depressive episodes there is part of your brain that is is looking at you like what is your problem mm-hmm. like it this is fine just get your shit together yeah but you can't like yeah. you can look at things and go this really isn't as bad as i feel about it but there's just nothing you can do about yeah. it yeah do you feel guilt oh yeah oh absolutely yeah. because yeah. Uh, a heavy bout of depression makes you not want to do anything. Gotcha. You have no motivation <clears throat> and literally just getting yourself out of bed is uh, a Herculean effort. Okay. Um so she yeah, you, my apartment right you now. do feel Jesus you Christ. do feel guilt, <laughs> you know. Um KW has had plenty of weekends where we're hanging out at the house and you know, she'll get up in the morning and all right, I'm going to take care of some stuff today. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's become kind of a joke around our house that she'll lay down on the couch and we'll be like, all right, we'll see you at 7. And she'll sleep away a whole afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up and she's like, well, shit, I, want, I had all this stuff that I wanted to get done today. You just you, you just can't. Yeah. You okay. Know? And it's not always like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I have, we have plenty of days where we're, you know, perfectly functional. Yeah. But... When when it when it rears its ugly head, it can really shut you down. It can, it can make it difficult to do anything at all. Have you had issues? I don't want to get you in trouble, but with your employer, do you find that to be a hurdle with them, like explaining this or calling into sick or anything um, like that? I, or you just push through? For, for myself, yeah. Um, with my current job, I can say I'm I'm very very fortunate. Okay. Um, I work for a company that cares very, very much about its employees and their well-being. Um, the people I work for, I have no problem um, being able to go to them and say, hey, look, I'm dealing with some mental stuff right now. I need I need to take today off. To- Isn't that a great thing? Because the company that acquired my company 
is like that now. Yeah. It's a great thing. Yeah. It, when I that have happens. not been my, so lucky. My, oh. my bosses, all of my supervisors have made it very, very clear that you know, if I have some kind of problem, that needs to get taken care of first. Otherwise, I can't perform my job well. well we have mental health. Good. We have mental health days now. That was just added. That's part of what we've been awesome. like given at our new job. But there's just a, it's a you're the poster child for it. They took photos of you, and you're like your eyes were crossed. <laughs> Watch <laughs> out for hat. this guy. Yeah. Every other Tuesday, we'll have having meetings. Yeah. No. <laughs> KW, you you mentioned that it's not that way for you at work. Well, my current job, it is. Because okay. it's such a large company, It's I'm more or less anonymous. Okay. I'm just a number. Like, I can, when I call in, you know, if I'm having a day where I'm just like, good. Yeah. I can just call in a line, enter my employee number, and that's that. Okay. My On a smaller level, my supervisor does care. You know, whenever I've had to call in due to stuff like this, he's like, hey, are you doing okay? You know, how's... How you feeling? You know, like that. Previous jobs, I have not been so lucky. It's definitely been held against me. But that's unfortunate. It is. But you know. Because there's a lack of understanding. There is a lack of understanding. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But so again, I'm playing devil's advocate. You know, like in terms of an employer, you know, you have someone who's like got the flu. Or, like, they broke their arm and they can't come into work, right? And they're like, ugh. And then you've got someone calling in. You're like, okay, so you're feeling down today? Like, how does that help? I'm not saying I'm right. I'm wrong. I know. And I know what your position is, being devil's advocate. Yeah. So what's the difference between somebody that has diabetes or cold or a broken arm? I'm just trying to get your opinion on this. What is the difference? It's another body part that's not functioning correctly. It gets ill, just like anything else would be. I think, and if I and if I may, I I don't know if I have like what's the word like chronic. I don't have like depression. I don't have bipolar disorder, but I get depressed about things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like things happen, and like I get it's depressed. Been eight months, and a Star Wars movie hasn't come out yet. <laughs> that's that's not true, and you know that. What I get, you know what I get depressed about, truly. And you know, I know I'm going to leave soon. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but I I know I find ways to get myself out of it, like to go to work, to function, to do those things. Right. So then. As someone like me, and I'm sure there are people like me out there, you look at someone that has chronic depression, you're like, fuck, I've been depressed before. Just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Do you see what I'm saying? But that doesn't see, mean that, I'm right. That's where the difference is, yeah. though, is because your your depression is stemmed from something situational. Yes. You have an event, it gets you down. But you have the right cocktail in your head that allows you to pull yourself back up and, to, and get back on track. Somebody that has depression has an imbalance in there, compounded with prior experiences. Freud would say, and you know, I think Skinner and them too would say, that your childhood is absolutely the foundation for your mental health and your I believe years. that 100%. So you Because have... I have anxiety, I'll tell you that right now. Well, you all have seen it. Everyone in this room has seen it. Yeah, I, have, mm-hmm. I have crazy anxiety. Right. So... You're able to get up and function and do those things because you have the right cocktail in your head. Yeah. But somebody that has depression doesn't have that. Okay. So they have to get, they can't make their own, so they get store-bought. Okay. 
If you if you can't produce your own neurotransmitters, store-bought works just fine. Okay. But then again, that, <laughs> but, if I'm correct, that is all guess and check. Kind of. The, the pills, edu- the, the medication. I wouldn't say well, guess and check. I would say uh, educated testing and then analysis of results. And then, right. like and then re- adjust as needed. Adjusting, okay. Yes. Um, but, but I much call like it the med-go-round. <laughs> med-go-round. Much, yeah. much like you <laughs> said, though. <laughs> much like you said, though, with, with how you said, you know, you said, yeah, you get depressed about stuff, but you're able to pick yourself up and carry yourself off to work yeah. anyways. It's the same thing if you have, you know, for a flu or a cold or something, you know, I, I get colds, and well, a lot of times I can push through it and get myself to work anyways. Yeah. It's just like, it, it's it's the same thing. You know, and that's that's one of the, the big things that I think we as a country need to come to the realization of. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been too much of a stigma uh, in society on these uh, on the issues of mental health um, because a lot of people don't want to talk about it. It makes, you know, a lot of people are uncomfortable mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. for a long time it's been something that's very repressed in our society and, and not to be discussed. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also but, in its infancy and a lot of its research if you think about it because people that had chronic depression and just couldn't get out of bed or couldn't fucking get off a couch, they institutionalized. Just put them in an institution. Well, absolutely. There was no study. Yeah. Right. We've come a long way with that. Um, part of my college curriculum, I did internships. Mm-hmm. I did one at the Children's Psychiatric Hospital over That's in... That's got to be a real fun place. South Buffalo. And then Jesus. the Adult Psychiatric Hospital in Buffalo. So I did two. I got the full end of the spectrum from like four years old up to, I think... The oldest person I remember there being was like 85. Jesus. Right. So, I mean, I totally forgot where I was going with this. Neat. Well, the study. The study. Yes. So, yeah. So, I mean, you, I, you more or less, you're taking a certain set of symptoms and you're looking at, okay, well, they have this and this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. So, let's try this. Yeah. Because it sounds like it's depression. So let's try Prozac. Let's try Celexa. Celexa is like the training wheels of antidepressants. So let's start there. And if that doesn't work, if they're feeling bloated or if they, you know, start having crazy headaches or Mm -hmm. feel worse, Mm -hmm. let's try something else. Okay. Some people, like myself, do not respond to the average popular antidepressants. Okay. They're called SSRIs. Yep, yep, I'm familiar with that. Right. There's also two. There's also three other classes of antidepressants. SNRI, NSRI, and then tricyclic. Mm-hmm. So you have all these medications mm-hmm. and you're trying to take all these pieces mm-hmm. to fit into one slot of the puzzle. Okay. Basically. Yeah. So it is. It's trial and error. It makes it discouraging for people because they have to go through all of these side effects and symptoms in order to try to find something better. Yeah. And knowing all of that and that struggle, it prevents a lot of people from getting the help they need because they hear from somebody else about how, oh, well, you know, he has horrible migraines from his medication or he got uh, fat yeah, or side whatever. Yeah, okay, so, I mean, okay, that's okay. going to also feed into the stigma. Well, the other, that makes sense. The, 
the yeah, other that makes sense. It's unfortunate too. Yeah. The other thing is, is that you guys know what that is? No, it's dude. the world's smallest violin. I'm the saddest. Oh. Oh. Very, very tactful. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the other thing. Welcome to Critical Mass. Yeah. <laughs> Critical the Mass Hall. The other thing with all this is that, um, you know, medical technology over the last twenty five years, research has come a long way. Oh God, yeah. You know, twenty five years ago, if you had, uh, if you were taking medications for a, a mental disorder, you they probably just shoved your fingers you, up their butt. You, you probably had something very, very yeah. severe, and and what they were giving you was. Basically, a chemical lobotomy. Oh, Jesus um, Christ! It, it was. It was Ugh. basically we're gonna we're gonna give you stuff that just shuts you down entirely. Yeah. Um, because that's the only way we know how to manage this kind of stuff right now. That's, so there's yeah, still Thorazine. There's yeah yeah Klonopin stuff like that. The stuff that just turns you into a drooling zombie. I am a um, suitcase. Even shock there. Right. Like, <laughs> <I'm sure laughs> yeah. And Ugh. and um, you know, because of that, there's still a lot of stigma atti- uh, attached to medications. Um, you know, KW's been on the the med go round, as she calls it, for quite some time, and you know she's she's got it pretty well dialed in on on what she needs to take, and and it works out good for her. Mm-hmm. You know, as somebody coming into to the thing, I've I've been on meds for well, maybe three years now. Yeah, more like five. But that's that's how it goes when you're starting off. Is yeah. is you. You know, and any and any doctor now with worth their salt that is getting into this thing is is going to be uh, very closely monitoring what you're going through and working very closely with you yeah. to make sure that you're getting what you need. Right. Um, you know, new medications now. When you're put on a new medication, you're put on a very very low dose. Yeah. Um, and it's a it's a very gradual thing, so it can. We can see how how you respond to that particular drug. Yeah, and if it doesn't work, we can catch that early, mm-hmm. and we can get you off of that, mm-hmm. and we can get you onto something that's going to work for you. Um, the other unfortunate thing is that there comes a point with some medications where they stop working for yeah. you. Um, I actually had to go through that with one of mine you know, yeah. over the years. I had a medication I was on was working yeah. great for what I needed it to. Yeah. And then mm. after being on it for a while, my body no longer responded to those chemicals the way that it needed to. My oh, brain wow. was like, yeah, nice try. No, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, my brain was like, you caught me. You <laughs> caught me off guard. Uh, but I'm on to you. I'm yeah. back. Um, that so, sucks. So, yeah, uh, you know, you got to you gotta go back to your to your doctor and sit yeah, down yeah, and go, yeah. okay, this didn't work. You know, what What can we do? Yeah. Um, and, and it sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But, wow, man. Um, and, and there are there are side effects that yeah. come with a lot of these, unfortunately. What about people telling you that, or do you feel like others feel like they have to walk on eggshells? Ooh, that's a good question. Like, is that a fear of yours? Is that something that you bring up to them, or as in, do I feel people have to walk ar- on eggshells around me, or? Do you feel that people do? Do or that that's their perception? I don't... I would certainly hope not. Okay. Um, I know that there have been times with me and KW where, yeah, certainly she has had to walk on eggshells around me. Yeah. Um, I I try and keep that 
that part of myself very under control in in public situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and fortunately, I'm I'm very lucky to have someone like KW um, with me who is knowledgeable about these things. Who who goes Kanye through, West? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, who goes through? You know, she goes through all these same things that I do. So so she understands. Yeah what I'm going through and she can kind of help keep an eye on me when I don't necessarily see what's happening. Yeah. Um I've I've never felt though that people had to walk on eggshells around me and I, I would certainly hope that none of my friends uh I mean feel I never that felt way. I'd had to with him. Well know. that's good. I KW I just brought up to Andrew here the idea that uh, having a, a chemical imbalance at all no matter what it is if there's people around you that know that, does that something that does it make you feel like you worry about them worrying about walking on eggshells? Is that talked about? So, my other grandmother, not mm. the Hungarian one, but the <laughs> other one, uh-huh. she is a very sweet, very understanding woman. You know who I'm talking about. She is a lovely woman. Yeah. She she's fully aware of what. Uh, he and I go through. Right. And I think it helps because it helps her understand certain reactions to situations like life has been a turd sandwich the past like three years Mm. and I have been choking it down. Mm. So my grandmother knowing okay well you know, KW has depression, and this is how she's going to react <clears throat> mm-hmm. to stressors like this. Mm-hmm. It helps with understanding yeah. and support. Yeah. You know, I I can't say this enough. If you are not an ignorant asshole, Rocco, um, thank you. Then I just, it was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Shut so. Just the tip. And you, and <laughs> just, just see how it feels. Just see if it feels good. Mm. Or ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. Anyway. <laughs> Two of my favorite games. <laughs> so, so if you can offer that support to somebody or receive that support from somebody, it's going to make a world of difference. And that's... I feel that there needs to be more education mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in our country. And then... And I know, hot topic, but maybe it will lead to less gun violence. Or violence as a whole. Or violence as and a I whole. And I can agree with you there. Mm-hmm. I definitely can agree with you. Yeah. I, I can sense. definitely say over the, you know, over the last couple of years since you know, my diagnosis and all that stuff and learned to, to really deal with this stuff as, as an adult, um, I would definitely never use it as any kind of trump card or, or try and get some kind of benefit out of it. Yeah. But um, it definitely does help when you when you have people around you that at least understand mm-hmm. that that you have this. Yeah. Um, because then when you do go through things, mm-hmm. those are the people that you're looking to for s- your support anyways. You know, your friends, your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so to have those people that you're looking to in turn at least be able to understand mm. what you're going through mm-hmm. um, 
it can make it a lot easier okay. um, to to rebound from those things. Well, it makes sense because you have someone that actually understands, and they're not shoving their own opinions on your issue. Absolutely. And you know, like, well, I'm not going through it, but I know everything. And it, and it also it also gives you uh, a place to work from where you're not you're not fighting yourself mm -hmm. as you're trying mm -hmm. to go through it because you're trying to suppress things so mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. You you get to a point of understanding mm -hmm. where you can say, hey, look, I'm going through some stuff right now. I may not be myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other person can say, okay. Mm -hmm. And so when those things happen, it's it's understood what's occurring. Yeah. Um, you know, KW and I have been working a lot on our communication over the past year or so. Um, and that's been one of the big things that I've found is that, you know, before we started really sitting down and talking, that was one of our pain points is that I never knew, I, I didn't know how to express what I was feeling, what I was yeah, going through yeah. to her to make her understand. So I was getting very, very frustrated with how she was behaving in relation to what I was going through. Gotcha. But now, you know, we've learned to talk. I've learned that I need I need to say something. Yeah. Saying, yeah. saying anything works out better than saying nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, we've definitely gotten to a place where, you know, like if I have a bad day at work or something and, and my bipolar is really spiking up, I can say, I, I can say to her, hey, look, <clears throat> I'm having a really bad day. Please understand I'm not going to be super bubbly happy husband when I come home. Yeah. And and please understand Could that you it's picture him bubbly anyway. Not at all. Ever. No. <laughs> it, no, it doesn't happen. Um, but I can say, hey, look, I'm not going to be... The only thing that's bubbly is his guts. Yeah. I was just going to say. Always. <laughs> but it, it, makes it, uh, it makes it nice. It makes it nice knowing that when I come home, yeah. she understands she's there to support me. And and I can have whatever space, whatever time I need. It's your safe place. To, to, yeah, to work through stuff rather than feeling like I have to hide those things and suppress them. Mm. Oh, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. I, I definitely, again, I, I, I never having to. I don't want to say never, never having to deal with you know this kind of stuff because I think that that's not true. As in, I I haven't had to deal with it in such a level. I guess. Do, does that make any sense? Yes. I guess. Well, I had a question for the both of you. Are, are there triggers for you guys? Like, if you listen to, and this again is so really ignorant, a, a really sad song or a movie that just says, oh, that's it. I'm going to be on the couch all day now because it reminded me of something. Does that happen or is it completely It can happen. Ambivalent. It no, can? it can happen. Okay. So I'm 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 pretty stable right. nowadays. You know the meds and the therapy and everything. You know Jeez. lifestyle changes have been stable. <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> if everyone could see my face right now. Yeah, yeah it's not a happy one. <laughs> so during the break, we were throwing chairs at each other. Just so people know. <laughs> Steel chair man. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you consider yourself pretty stable now? I consider myself pretty stable. You know, I was discharged, pos positively discharged from therapy. Okay. You know, so that's a great thing. It's, nice. You know, it's that's definitely... Very, I would say that's very good. Yeah, it's a stepping stone. But and you're like, honey, don't turn on Lifetime today because if I watch it, that's it. You know what? It. And, like, other people would say, oh, well, that happens to me, too. I cannot watch those fucking ASPCA commercials. Oh. With the dogs? Oh, or, my God. Or the ones with, like, the wildlife fund where it's like, 
This is the last sad bobcat. In the yeah. World. <laughs> yeah. It's the only and one. They, and they show his sad face. And, and then it's during like, the, com- the commercial, a hunter actually shoots it. <laughs> There's and only 40 left in the wild. Yeah. Will you help save her? And I'm just like, yes. As I'm pulling out my credit card. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What I call that happens to work. a lot of I'm people, so though. Oh, God. That's funny. That's funny. Um, but uh, so. I guess in terms of, like, the medication um, versus, like, stuff that I've been kind of experiencing and noticing um, myself and my, you know, my roommate, uh, we've been on this, like, personal, like, fitness kick together, Mm -hmm. right? Does she get along with your wife? Yes, my roommate. Yeah, does get along. Yeah. Uh, Funny. Um, So we were on this together, and we've cut out preservatives and, like, sugars and sodium. We eat only, like, fresh stuff. And we work out often. We work out almost every day. He's so proud of since, himself if you guys haven't figured that out. This, no, no, no. This is what... Would you shut up and let me get to my point? I can't. Since this has occurred, I have noticed a huge change in her demeanor in terms of being depressed about things. Absolutely. As well as my anxiety. Um, yes. And not only her, but people that I see often are like, dude, you're, like, you're still anxious. But it's like cut in half. Yeah. In comparison to what it was. Exercise mm-hmm. is an excellent, excellent way to help improve your mental yeah. health as well as your overall health. Yeah. All of my therapists, all of the medical professionals, mental health professionals I've worked with or at my internships mm-hmm. or whatever, definitely promote healthy eating and exercise. You know, healthy eating for obvious reasons. Yeah. Exercise for obvious reasons. Also, creating endorphins yeah so Mm -hmm. if you can't get your endorphins from things that you normally like to do and you try exercise your body's going to make the endorphins and you're going to feel great and you're going to see those physical changes in yourself too which is going to help your self-esteem sweat out sweat out some of those toxins too right yeah no that makes sense because like when i would have like a bad day at work you know i go to wegmans get a whole thing of oreos and a gallon of milk. I may have done that the other night. And yeah, <laughs> and come home and I, do that. And I then, witnessed him do this. It's it's a it's like watching the the Discovery Channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I come home and like I do that, and I have to be up at six to get to work. And I would wake up at like six thirty, and then I'm scrambling to get out the door. And then I get to work, and we're just uh. but like since I've been doing this for the past month and a half, I'm up at five thirty. I'm getting myself pristine and ready to go to my job. I get there and I'm smiling and I'm happy. Pristine. Right. Yeah, yeah I floss now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm so proud of him. You have become such a pretentious douchebag. I know. If he could, he would make himself the cover he of GQ. He is so fucking self-righteous <laughs> in himself. He is. He is. No, but he I loves get up himself. and exercise every day. I've got to get out of here for my three hours of meal prep <laughs> yeah. for the week. We only eat fresh food now. Okay? Yeah. We're not eating any preservatives. I make Lots. my own ranch dressing. Oh yeah. my god. Okay. Ah. First of all, that ranch dressing is goddamn delicious. And if you like the recipe, I'll send it to okay, you. It's don't Greek yogurt based. Eat ranch. Ranch is not anything L- that you should consume. But it's anyway. ranch but it's, is a it's place. Greek yogurt based. Ranch is a place. Thank you. But it's it's delicious. <laughs> It's for fat guys. Well, that's what I said. It's I'm a fat person and I need that, but this is the only way I can eat it. So let's round this out. Uh, I think the 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 theme here today is about understanding and education. Yes. And acceptance. 
Um, but it was it was good to hear the both of you talk about this. It's really interesting because I don't know any other couples that struggle with the same thing together like you guys yeah. do. Yeah, and make it work without like. <laughs> And you, guys still married, alive. you guys have been married for a while now. I was just going to check we're you coming up for Yeah, we're coming up on two years wow. married. But this is our seventh year together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. No, yeah, I mean, it's... You guys made it work. It's definitely oh, been trying, uh, yeah. for sure. There's There's been ups and downs, and there's been some rough roads. But um, I think... I think having that common ground between us has made it easier for us to work through it. Definitely. Yeah, and the three listeners that we have, if one <laughs> of them has a mental issue, I, I, I want them to not be ashamed to seek help. That's that's really my whole play here is no one should feel ashamed Agreed. at all Absolutely. to seek help for whatever it is. No, I I had a, a good friend of mine um, that was... he's He doesn't have depression or anything like that but he was going through some really tough stuff in his life for a while mm-hmm. um and i told him i said hey you know maybe go talk to a therapist mm-hmm. you know there's there's nothing wrong with it it's i mean it's it's there's no real difference in it than going and getting a physical done every yeah. so often yep. you know mm-hmm. um a mental and, physical yeah and he went and he saw this therapist for a few months while he was going through things and working through mm-hmm. stuff he said it helped him a lot. He didn't, you know, by the end of it, by the time everything settled down, he was good to go. And, you know, he didn't have any issues, so it's not like he needed medication or anything. But yeah. he said it was it was a big help getting through, you know, all that stuff. And that's the thing, you know, today is, today is a very crazy world for everybody. <laughs> and there's a lot coming at us really fast. That's the truth. Yeah. And if we don't if we don't take a second every now and then to stop and make sure that our mental health mm-hmm. is good, mm-hmm. then then nothing else is going to come come well either. If if your mental health is not good, you're you're nothing is going to be good for you. Yeah. Right. Um I agree. so I I think people shouldn't be afraid to go, you know, talk to somebody once in a while. It's nice to talk through some of your problems with somebody who's completely unbiased and yeah. not attached to whatever they have no uh, predisposition to yeah. or, or feelings about whatever you're going through they're an outside party neutral party yeah, yeah exactly and if you know somebody that has mental health problems <laughs> Donald Trump um, please. Bless you. You know, thank you. Uh, Allergies are getting bad. I know. It's dusty in this rape dungeon. That's what it is. Um, please, you know, get him help. Get your friend help. Get him help. Okay. Yes, please. Yeah. That's okay. a good point. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, both of you, for being uh, candid and intimate about, you know, what's going on and, you know, how... Hopefully, our goal with our show is not only make people laugh, but to, you know, at least give people stuff to think about. Sure. And hopefully, if someone is uh, struggling, they can listen to this and uh, do something about it. Absolutely. That, that would be, that would be right. my goal. If, if one person hears this and says to themselves, that's not a bad idea, maybe I should go talk to somebody, then I feel like this was worth it. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Dan? Uh, I was sleeping. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for your input, Dan. When we come back, we're going to get to our everyone's favorite section, the fuck yous. That's right. So yes. hold on to something, and uh, 
Just don't eat all those Oreos, please. Okay. Just, we'll be right back. <laughs> no promises. Critical Mass can now be found at the 8oClockStop.com. That's the 8oClockStop.com. We're there with the Hypothetically Speaking podcast as well as Three Dicks Picks podcast. Check us out there. That's the 8oClockStop.com because everything starts at 8 o'clock. And uh, we're back. Do we have to be? Uh, I don't know. It's time I don't for even know anymore. Fuck <laughs> you. That was a little flat. I, I want to thank like you so to, much for that, Dan. I'd like to say for the record as a long-time listener, yeah. um, the worst thing, Rocco, that you have ever done on this show mm-hmm. is giving Dan that keyboard. Oh, See, he had nothing to do with it. So Dan asked about bringing in a keyboard with sounds. I said no, and then Dan went and got one. Are you guys going to get, like, an official, like, soundboard guy? Yes. Like a sound yeah. guy? We're oh. probably going to bring in a migrant worker to do that. But yeah. uh, I want to be I, w- I want to be your sound guy. Probably someone underage. I will totally be your sound effect guy. Okay. But we're not going to treat you nice. No, I wouldn't expect you. To. We're not going to pay you well. <laughs> I wouldn't expect that either. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I will. Uh, I, I want to be this show's Charlie. <laughs> oh my god! I, yes. That's that's what I want to do. We would love to be from at it's the only level. sunny Charlie or no? no um, and chocolate fits Charlie. that bill pretty well. Yeah, Rover's Morning Glory. Rover's Morning Glory. Oh, Chocolate Charlie. Yeah, it's a really great show. It's yeah. what I would like our show to be. Yeah. Ooh, uh, let's just move on quickly. Your fuck you is... Wow. Oh, wow. You just shut that down real quick. I did. I did. You well, don't like we the know show? what Dan's you like fuck you that, is. Okay, it's not that I don't think it's a good show or a bad show. I just, for one, it's not a local show. It, it's in several markets. Where okay. do they record out of? <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland, but they Cleveland. come here a lot. Yeah, they they come here. So for me, that's regularly. I'm already detached from it just because of that. They talk about Rochester. Uh, I know, but I don't know. It's just very. You you, you want to talk about prote- people pretentious people today? You I'm right now. explaining my personal reasons, and that's one of my personal reasons. It's you're, not a local show, so you're I doing, can't. You're I don't you're connect a, to it as much. You're doing a podcast that you are. Broadcasting on the internet to the world. There right. is nothing local about your show, so precisely. But when it comes to the morning drive, there are choices, and I prefer to listen to the local ones. You don't want to listen to Jeffrey? No, he's the one that has like autism. And he's on the show, and he's like super Anybody funny. Ever tell you you like Charles Barkley? He shits his pants all the time. It's pretty funny. Shout that. out to you, Django. No. <laughs> right? right? Django, if you're listening, you still look like Charles Barkley. <laughs> 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 Django? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to our fuck yous. My fuck you, Dan. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Dan. That's just all the time. We're there. Um, no, my fuck you uh, goes along with kind of our... our t- Nice. <laughs> Our topic today, which is uh, mental health, and it's not fuck you to mental health. It's fuck you to people that kind of throw things around like that they aren't like, and not just mental health. Like, oh my god, it's just this is just my depression. It's like, what, are you diagnosed? Do you take medication for it? No, but you know, you know those oh, kinds of people, people don't yeah. take it seriously. Um, or people that are like, oh, you know, this is my bipolar. <laughs> like, yeah, people actually have. People actually have that. Yeah, it's yeah, not funny. You know what I mean? Like, well, I guess um, it's it's also not funny to when you say oh, I'm such an alcoholic, and then it's an actual alcoholic. There, it's like, no, you're not. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so me. to just fuck you to people that are just like, I don't know, they just they throw certain things around and they don't quite like understand or grasp it. Like, 
Fuck you. Just fuck you. I don't know. I, I, I know what you mean. Just not people you. don't take the mental health as a serious problem. Well, not just that, but So anything. then they use it as this, like, yeah, I'm just having a bad day. So oh, I'm my just, God. I'm, yeah. I'm a mochaccino addict. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you're not. What, what? what? Yeah. the yeah. fuck? It's hyperbole. Yeah. I, I folded my laundry. I'm so OCD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> shut up. Just shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> that's, that's exactly like, uh, you know, like, uh, what, I don't know. I don't have any other examples. But, yeah, you guys know what I mean. Fuck yeah. those fucking people. And I hope somebody takes a, a metal baseball bat to their skull. Uh, oh. And that's it. Okay. Well, that's my fucking. That's, that's pretty extreme. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Now, uh, Andrew, you served in the military, yes? No? Yeah. Uh, K Dubs, you? Yes? No? Negative. Negative. Uh, okay. As you know, I am a letter carrier. You are I, a letter carrier. I often deliver pieces of mail to people that have gone to a casino, given them their personal address, and then the casino sends them often first class like coupons to -hmm. come back and get into the casino. Well, as you know, Del Lago opened up pretty recently. They're already having money problems. And they Mm -hmm. are tanking. Mm -hmm. Uh, They sent out recently something that said for Memorial Day that people can come and... Get a ten dollar buffet. Now, I'm off on Memorial Day. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually loving everything I'm hearing about this right now. So please continue. My fuck you. Yeah, where's to, the fuck you? My fuck you is to Del Lago in the misuse of Memorial Day. This is not now. It said to it said ten dollar buffet for for veterans. Oh, this is Memorial Day. It is not Veterans Day. There is a clear difference. Yes. And Veterans Day is when we honor our service men and women, okay? Either currently deployed, active, or retired. Now, Memorial Day is about the people that have died for this country mm-hmm. and our freedoms. Mm-hmm. Giving someone a $10 fucking coupon at a buffet at your casino does not honor the fallen in any way, shape, or form. You are... My daddy's never coming home from Iraq. Here's a $10 coupon to the... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I oh, just... it's so much better now. Thank yeah. you. Oh, I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck you, Del Lago, and your exploitation of Memorial Day so that you can gain a few extra bucks at your shitty, failing casino. I would have slightly less of a problem if you did it for Veterans Day because at least it would make sense. There's living people that have served this country and they deserve a deal here and there. Sure, sure. But Memorial Day, when people think about the people that they've lost, I mean, to get them into your $10 buffet, go fuck yourself. Seriously. Cry into your crab legs. Right, <laughs> yeah. I just, Dad's uh, gone, but these crab legs are so come good. On, come on down to Del Lago and eat until you don't have feelings anymore. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, right? Uh, oh, my gosh. So sad. Okay, I'm done. Thanks, Dan. That was actually a very good one. I like that. Thank that you. Was, I think that might have been your best fuck you. Oh. Yeah. Honestly. Heartfelt. What do I get for it? You get nothing. You get uh, absolutely nothing. I'm leaving. So who wants to go first? I... I I've got one. Okay. Uh, it's it's not as uh, uh, deep and, and meaningful as Dan's, um, but I think it's still very valid. Um, 
I want to preface this by saying that I've lived in a lot of different places in this world in my time. Um, and there's always there's always a joke, no matter where you live, about drivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I will say, however, I have never witnessed such overwhelming incompetency behind the wheel mm-hmm. uh, around seasonal change as I have seen here. Um, KW and I were uh, driving around spending a day together um, yesterday, and I... I don't, I don't even have words for some of the driving uh, actions that I witnessed yesterday. Yeah. Um, if, if you're on a major highway and you are terrified to go over 40, you probably shouldn't be on a major highway. Yeah. Um, if it was you, like Terry Schiavo was behind the wheel. If you don't understand... <laughs> Terry Schiavo's vegetable farm. <laughs> Fresh produce. <laughs> you know what the hardest part about eating a vegetable is? What? The wheelchair. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, we had a really classy show before that. <laughs> no, okay. But but seriously, um, fuck you to all the uh, elderly incompetent drivers. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, like, really, either get your shit together or get off the road. Because yes. You're, yes. You're, putting, you're putting everyone in danger by you being out there. You know it's going to be bad when you see a wheelchair symbol on the license plate. Oh, oh my yeah. God. When oh, that yeah. happens, you go, oh, no. i got to get away from this car. Yeah, as fast as possible. That's like that South Park episode when they all know they're all getting out of church at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's so terrifying. It I is. S- I saw a Facebook post of a friend of mine the other day that said, if your hands are at 10 and 2, you're the problem. <laughs> it's yeah, so yeah. true. It's yeah. so true. Yeah. yeah. And your uh, line of sight is the steering wheel, and that's all you can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and KW, whenever we're driving around and we see people driving like shit bags, we like to play a little game we like to call uh, Geezer or Texter. Because <laughs> yeah. um, it could be either. Yeah. It absolutely could we, be either. We observe their driving pattern and then we take our guesses as to whether it's a Geezer or a Texter. Yeah. And then we pass them and verify you know, who's correct. All right. My wife and I do something similar, but it's it's called uh, sisters or scissors, or brothers or lovers, and it's just two people that we see at the grocery store. (laughs) Sisters or scissors and brothers or lovers. Yeah. We need to start doing that. Uh, We just found a new game. We did. That's great. Thank you, Dan. It's some sort of. I don't know if it's a female thing, but they always love pointing out when someone's gay. It's like, oh my god, this she love he loves boys. That's what she she likes to say that he loves boys. I'm like. Okay. Like, what does that matter? Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Are you going to go put a sticker on him? Excuse me. Hello, <laughs> sir. Yeah, so we've never met before, but I would like your entire sexual history. Yeah. Now, now we're in yeah. line at a Wegmans. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't oh. matter. I want to know because I'm a Republican. <laughs> that, that almost sounds better than the Dibs game. It does. Yeah. And since... We have you thoroughly lost destroyed. Five years yeah, ago. yeah. I'm never coming back from that yeah. one. Um, I don't know if I want to know. No, uh, we're getting weird looks. So let me explain. <laughs> um, Chris and I have played uh, a game for years called dibs. Mm-hmm. And when you're out and about and you see just an absolute creature of a human being, you call dibs. Creature and, meaning awful? Yeah, yes. just absolutely okay. disgusting human being. Right. Uh, you Walmart call, people. You call dibs. Okay. And that dibs 
stands as the winning point until a more vile and disgusting creature <laughs> is found and called dibs on. Um, but about five years ago, uh, K-Dub found the pinnacle of dibs, mm-hmm. and it's been five years, and I can't find anything that's even so come wait, close. Wow. So if you went into a Walmart, yeah. that would be like your Super Bowl of dibs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it it yeah. was. Oh, yeah. No, the laundromat oh, we went but, to in Batavia. Yeah, but oh, ever Jesus. since this one. So The one, uh, like... This is starting across to all these? No. Oh, okay. The other one. Okay. That one's not, not too bad. Oh, okay. The other one is over by the Salvation Army. Oh. In the gas station. Oh. Yeah. This, dibs this is dibs being the irony right. that you do not want dibs. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it was... Uh, there was a night in a, in a very cold uh, late January, early February, where Ugh. we needed to do some laundry... So we load up the laundry basket and drive down to the laundromat. And the first weird thing that we noticed upon arrival is that the two big, like, grocery store-style automatic doors Uh um, were both open and locked in an open position. And and this is, again, end of January, early February. It's not warm out. It's, like, 15 degrees outside. So we're like, what the hell? So we walk in. And the first thing I notice is what I thought was like a job of the hut life size figure <laughs> over in one corner, which wearing, it, it, wearing it, some uh, sort uh, of fabric. Yeah, I was I was waiting here. Ooh, in my booyah solo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, it turns out it was actually a woman, uh, a living woman. Um, <laughs> wow. Living. I, I, not, I'll put it like this: um, I'm not a small man. Uh, this woman's wrist was the size of my quad. Oh, Jesus. Um, she was massive oh, she enough. She just had a thyroid problem. Um, <laughs> yeah. Rocco, I, yep. I, can, I can help All give right. you some perspective on this because you will know the person I'm referencing. I, I won't use names, um, but you and I both used to work with an extremely large individual. Yes. Um this woman was about four times the size. Jesus, girl. We're talking about a guy who called into work. Never forget, because he burned the roof of his mouth on a piece of pizza. Can I have a slice? <laughs> he actually called in to work on the answering machine and left. I remember listening to that message just being... Like just silent, just I don't even know. There's no words. Is that yeah. Pizza? Wow. <laughs> well, thank you, Ange, for painting that picture for us. Yes, but thank so you. No, it gets the worst. It part. gets worse. Oh God. Um, and then, you know, we saw this woman, and then we started noticing the smell. Oh God. Um, this woman was large enough where know, it was very apparent that she could not reach all places on her body. All of her folds. I'm all of her terry folds. Um, and <laughs> uh, one particular place uh, on a female's body that sh- should be washed regularly. Yes. Um, clearly had not been washed in quite some time. Oh my gosh. Um, Imagine if those doors were closed. <laughs> Yeah. Well, right. So the <laughs> whole laundromat, his eyes and the, the whole laundromat was permeated with the stench of <laughs> oh sweaty God. crotch and carrion. Oh my God! Carrion! <laughs> 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 
Dan's over here losing his shit right now. I, when when I was a kid, when I lived outside of town. Yes. Yeah, when, I, when I lived out, here comes the period birds. When I lived at that place where I lived as a kid, um, we lived like seven, eight miles outside of town. So if I wanted to go hang out with people, I had to ride my bike down the highway into town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I rode past a lot of roadkill yeah. roadkill yeah, that yeah. had been left out for several days baking yeah. in the sun. It was the same smell. Oh my god! And scent is the strongest. Smell is the strongest scent to yeah. memory. Yes. Yeah. So it's like the most accurate way to remember something. Yeah. Oh god. Yep. Jesus so, H Christ. Right. So Herbert, she Herbert drops Christ. a sock. She can't. She physically cannot bend over to pick it up. Oh, no. So her skinny boyfriend. That sucks. He gone. must have been maybe a buck twenty. Maybe. Maybe. Oh yeah. He's a saint. He's an absolute saint. <laughs> he was a meth head. Yeah. Oh yeah. He had like summer teeth. And mm-hmm. he picks up the sock. I look at him. I go, dibs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, God damn it! Fuck that! Fuck that! <laughs> And he left. He oh, went home. Yeah. I'm going home. I'll fucking pick you up later. And I was just like, yeah. Oh God! And, and ever since then, nothing we have seen can't can't come oh, has God. even come close. Oh, I mean, God. if you included animals, you could point at an elephant, maybe. No, oh, no, but you can't. Cleaner than this. Oh Jesus! And more attractive. Oh God! I, I think an elephant has nicer skin. Yes. <laughs> And they're very lovely creatures. Absolutely. Yeah, very so nice. Gentle. This so this gentle. lady, uh, her arm, the the skin on her upper arms, uh, reminded me of of what you'd like to see in a nice pastry. It was very flaky. <laughs> no, no, don't ruin pastries for me. <laughs> she had skin. <laughs> she had skin like a nice apple turnover. <laughs> Are what you eat. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 oh god. Okay. K Dubs, you're you. Please, for the love of God, give us your fucking off the stock. Alright, so. No. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> nothing against the people that use these, but wick checks. Fuck you, wick checks. Why are you paper? Oh, yeah. Why are you so oddly specific about what needs to be on that? Yeah. And then... Are, are you are you speaking from the standpoint of someone who is behind the person in line? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Been, been yeah. there. Been yeah. there. Yeah. Yes. So I'm at... What, I, well, I used to work at a grocery store, too, so I know the pain of the cashier yeah. and the people standing behind the person that is using said quick check. Yeah. It takes forever. They really need to have like their own special checkout lanes just for WIC checks because they take forever. Yeah. And of course, the checks say you have to get five pounds of grapes or something. Right. And somebody will show up and they have like 4.8 pounds of grapes. And they're like, oh no, I had to get 0.2 ounces of grapes or, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get my full benefit. Oh, and, I see. Yeah. So, like, people panic while they're trying to use these because they're trying to make sure they're doing the right thing. But it just takes forever. 
Yeah. And I'm standing here like having an aneurysm. Yeah. Like I just I'm just trying to get these Oreos. I just need I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta eat these fucking Oreos. And I'm gonna do it now. Yeah. You start eating them in the line. No, I'm gonna pay for these. No, no, I'll pay for these. Don't worry. Okay. I'm gonna upend this gallon of milk in line now. Yeah. Or preferably when I get home. So people don't judge me more than they already do. But uh yeah, fuck you, uh fuck you wick checks. Yeah, they really yeah. should figure out a better system. It's ridiculous. <sighs> the grocery store. You're talking about 2018 and all these things coming at us constantly all the time. 30 things could have happened by Absolutely. the time they figure, they figure that Why shit out. Why isn't it a card? Like the yeah. EBT card. Yeah. And then just restrict... Like, what you can buy, what you can't buy. Restrict the use of what you can buy and not buy. Because right. like your food, like the food stamp card, perfect example. Yeah. You try to put toilet paper on there, mm-hmm. which I think is dumb. We need toilet paper. Everybody does, right? It's it's a it's a necessity. It's a human necessity. But there's leaves on the trees, so man up. Oh yeah, so yeah. let me wipe my ass with a poison oak. Right. Excellent. Yeah. So why isn't it set up like that? Where if you try to use your food stamp card to buy toilet paper, it's gonna say eh, denied. Right, right. For a WIC card, it should just say, okay, you, you got $50 to spend on either grapes, milk, bread, like butter. Produce. Like, like The necessities. Yeah, it's like produce formula. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, like things like that, whatever, or rice or whatever they allow Yeah, exactly, on exactly. Yeah. Slide your card. Here's your balance. <clears throat> because it's too simple. But I was, <laughs> get this, I was well, at it's a... it's got to be hard. I was at yeah. a Wegmans, and I was in line forever because a guy had an EBT card, and he wanted to buy a sub. And you can get subs on EBT cards, cool except for sub. he got it fucking toasted. Oh. And now they're arguing. A manager had to come over at the Wegmans. And I'm just sitting there in line, just being like, only at the Lyle Ave Wegmans, number one. Oh, Lyle Ave. I know, right? And num- is that where you guys go? Now I do, yeah. Yeah, that's where we go all the time. Well, we were going to Chai Lai Ave. No, Chai Lai Ave. Yeah, but exactly. Now that I so work snooty. over here at the, the tech park, yep. I just scoot over here when yep. I get out of work. Yeah, that's where we go all the time because it's so close. And we also realized that if we need something late at night when I'm on my way home from work, that the Lyle Ave Wegmans is not completely out of my way as I'm trying to go home. So that's, yeah. That's yeah. And it's the safest one because there's so many Gates cops there due to the oh, fact yeah. that we're in location. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yeah. I was there drunk yeah. last night. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, she just looks at me and she goes... Just, With the eyes? Just, <laughs> just chill. Just there's like a whole platoon of police officers yeah, here. Just so be cool. Mind your, mind your manners. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, guys, <laughs> fucking pigs. Are they oh, see me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Just so anyway, packs of bacon. I want to say thank you guys for yes. being here very much. Thanks um, for having us. Thanks for having us. It was awesome. Yeah, this has definitely been time. one of my favorite episodes that we've done. Um, and in all seriousness, if you're someone or you know someone that is struggling with mental illness of any type, please implore them to get help. Or if it's you, get help yourself. I'm sure there's many resources online. You can um, go to my favorite website, google.com, um, and that will assist in <laughs> Big your sponsor of the show. Uh, they're a huge sponsor of yeah. our show. Should we give the, the hotline number? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, what is it? Please. one 273 8255. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Yes. Or call two one one. Okay. So please, um, don't don't just uh, 
you know, get help. Just don't don't make a decision until you get some help on on, on what you want to do. Talk Absolutely. to talk to someone. There's no shame in it. There's, There's no, no shame in it at all. Nobody should suffer alone. You know, no, we're we're all going the same general direction. So exactly, yeah. life life is absolutely shitty. Why not get some help? It really help? is. Yeah. You know? It really is. It is. It's but you, you can not make to be it. grim. <laughs> no, but you know it's it's a shitty place. You just got to make the most of it. And so, it's okay to laugh at yourself. Yes, too. that's I very pick, important. I and it's always okay to laugh at Rockness. Always, always okay to laugh at him. always. always. Yeah. Me? Should be. <laughs> so uh, next week is uh, Pence. Mike Pence is Yeah, next week we're going to Mike Pence on. Yeah. Uh, he'll be our guest. And we're going to talk about the Kama Sutra. Yes. But the gay version. <laughs> but the gay version of the Kama Sutra. With Mike Pence. So stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank, uh, thank Eagle Epoxy. I want to thank the Genesee Beard Company. And I'd like to thank the 8oClockStop.com. Hypothetically speaking, in the three dicks picks. Yes. Uh, check us out. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're on... We're on everything, goddammit. Almost everything, yes. So just type in critical mass, one word, and then podcast. That's right. And comment. Contact us. Um, like, like us, damn it. Share. Um, take Give us a review. Butt. Yeah, review us. You know, positive or negative. Sexual we don't care. Chocolate. We can take it. Exactly. Okay. Peace out. And um, party on, Mike. Yeah. Did you have something? You look like you want to say something. Right. No, I just farted. Okay. <laughs> All right. On that note, thanks, everyone. Good night. Bye. (laughs) They come from butt.